Bagul. Bagul. Was that a Bagul scare? <laughs> I was digging that intro. Very cool. Cool. I'm glad you like it, man. Hey, what is going on in the house? Samurai guy is back with with Anubis. That's right. Who be DJing up in these oh. some bitches? You know what I'm saying? That's right. How you doing, brother? Doing great, man. You look good. Love seeing your face back on the air. Glad to be here. Very much appreciated, sir. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys and uh, and that are watching right now. And I really, really super appreciate you, Anubis, for for going to bat and uh, and then helping us out in our time of need. But we are back, baby. We are back. That's right. Who's here in the house? We got Jake Hall in the house. What is going on, brother? That's right. Oh, we gonna I'm gonna get it out now, Anubis. We giving a shout out to Neko. You know what I'm saying? DJ Neko. We're going to do it now. We ain't waiting to the end. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, baby. Oh, it's party time. Oh, yeah. I'm coming over. All right. That's it, man. We're going <laughs> to make it coast happen. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> James in the house. Marco G. Oh, look at that. Bringing back the Mohawk. Loving the name there, man. <laughs> and, of course, certified badass channel member, AJ Mason in the house. What's going on, man? Good to see you guys here, and we're back talking horror. That's what I love about, you know, having this channel, man. We're going to talk about all of the genres that are kick-ass, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the action, we're going to talk about the martial arts, and we're going to talk about horror, right? Because me and Anubis love our horror, man. And I had to bring him in on this one because I saw the trailer a while back, and I was like, hmm... I'm not sure what this is. <laughs> like, is this a werewolf movie? I'm not sure. So I was like, I had to bring in the werewolf movie expert. <clears throat> That's right. The connoisseur of the lichenisms. You know what I'm saying? I had to bring in Anubis. I was like, all right, he's the werewolf guy. I mean, I love werewolf movies too, but he's got the knowledge on that stuff. He's got me beat. <laughs> so I got to bring him in. <laughs> so I was like, let's, let's, let's tackle this. And in the trailer, I mean, Robert Eggers said a lot of good, great things about the film, I believe. And if I got that wrong, I'm sorry. But I thought I saw his name there. But like, it, it, it looks like there's a lot of hype in the trailers and on the posters. And I was like, interesting. Okay, all right, this might be dope. The trailer didn't look bad, you know. So we're going to talk about The Cursed came out in 2021. I guess it was officially released here uh, this year. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about The curse, And we will decide if it was worth the hype, <laughs> which is weird because there's a lot of hype around the movie. But like I was saying earlier, at the same time, I don't feel like anyone's talking about this movie. I don't see any reviews of the curse. Did you, uh, did you see the Rotten Tomatoes scores? Mm -mm. No. Yeah. So critics have it around 74% right now, but the audience is like 54%. Okay. Okay. The only thing I saw was, Hey, what's up Shogun? We got sexy sumo in the house. The only thing that I saw was, um, I think it was like 6.4 or something on IMDb or something, mm -hmm. like that, which yeah. is solid. That's a solid, that's a solid rating. Yeah. Uh, but there's some, there's some really good stuff in here. Uh, and there's some odd things. <laughs> that's why I had to bring in Anubis on this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. And don't forget everybody chiming in. Thank you for watching and hanging out with us. Oh, shit. Oh, snappings. Before we get started, I got the stickers, son. I got the stickers. Come on, yeah. Baby. Come on, there you go. Yeah, baby. I just gotta work on the size now. 
<laughs> is it because samurai so huge? Like yeah, I their hand size. They just dwarf. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, Metal Tavern podcast stickers. That's right. Samurai is representing. I'm going. I'm going to put that in places that are badass. So right on. You guys want to? If you're fans of horror, if you're fans of metal and hard rock and all that stuff, that's right. Represent Metal Tavern podcast stickers. And I also really enjoyed your very professional uh, business card. Business. I like business. It's all about the business. Thanks for the stickers, man. I'm going to represent that. So where can other people get the stickers, Anubis? Uh, Right now, uh, you probably would just better off hit me up on Facebook. Uh, I haven't found, I haven't got yet to a point where I have like a a tab on the website yet to like sell stuff because we're still kind of working on that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, right now, if you guys are interested in it, just hit me up on my private message, uh, James Scott Corporu, or Metal Tavern Radio on uh, Facebook, and then I'll send some shit out to you. It's not a big deal. Cool. So, and what I'll also do is uh, for for the for this video, I think it just has your YouTube channel and website. I'll put uh, Anubis's Facebook page info in the description box below for the video when we're done here. So you guys can That's go cool. there and get you some stickers and represent horror and metal. All right, enough of that. All right, let's go ahead and get into the curse. That's right. Let's go. Uh, all right. Plot synopsis. Uh, the film, first of all, is directed by Sean Ellis. And the plot synopsis is, In rural 19th century France, a mysterious, possibly supernatural menace threatens a small village. John McBride, a pathologist, comes to town to investigate the danger and exercise some of his own demons, exercise the demons in <laughs> the process. That's right. Booyakasha. All right. That was a great review, huh? Let's go, man. Exercise the demons. You got that, right? <laughs> yeah. Samurai guy's all over the place today. Right. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. I got my bootleg notes over here, my professional yeah, notes, notes over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's 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 talk about. I'll we'll, I'll go in deep. I'll do we'll 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 deep dive the bullet points here. But let's just off the bat. Uh, what was some of the things you did like about the movie? Well, it's funny because you brought up Robert Eggers, and one of the first things I thought about this film was the atmosphere and cinematography remind me much of Eggers. And I yeah. think he did say that. I think that's why, because it probably reminds him of himself. Uh, it, it's really nice. I like the the set pieces, oh, yeah. the uh, atmosphere of it all. Uh, also, I don't know a lot of the cast in this. However, Kelly Riley and Alistair mm-hmm. Petrie, those two I do know. I've been actually watching a lot of Kelly in uh, Yellowstone recently. So she's a fantastic actress. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, Boyd Holbrook looks so familiar to me. And I was like, oh, he's the guy from Logan. <laughs> oh, okay. He's the antagonist in Logan who had the robotic arm. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't recognize yeah, I was just, I was like, man, it was bugging me. You know, he had that face. I was like, <laughs> I know that guy. Uh, but yes, you're correct, man. The, the cinematography and the atmosphere, it's got that old timey folk tale. Uh, legend feel to it and it just it's 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 perfect man you know like like shots like this is a good example uh if i can find it here i mean this is like almost dreamlike nightmare fuel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff right here i mean it's just a beautiful shot i mean it's, it's yeah 
Yeah. Beautiful and haunting. There you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's some good stuff in here. Uh, The designs of of this movie's versions of the werewolves. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought uh, it's a unique take on a werewolf lore. It's an interesting approach to how someone was infected and becoming the creature. Like it's, it's kind of interesting because again, not your traditional werewolf type thing. In fact, I've been kind of reading up on it. It's it's really more of a spinoff of that werewolf stuff. Um, But you know, it's interesting because the, the teeth, if you remember uh, the kid that grabs him the first time and he does the first bite, that kind of scene ironically reminds me a lot of demons in the mask and how like the first infection starts. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so it, it just, it, even though it's not a mask, it just kind of the same method, which I thought was kind of cool. Right. Um, gore wise, it was okay. Uh, more so at the beginning rather than later on, but uh, especially with the guy that the gypsy guy that lost his hands and feet. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to get into that dude. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. But you, but you were okay with the uh, uh, Mr. Bigglesworth uh, design. Of the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I could. That's all I was thinking about looking at the werewolves. Dude, the movie, man, I was like, oh, I Mr. saw, I saw made a comment that like later on, I was like, the creatures looked like the hairless cats, and that was not cool because <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. See, and we're, we're, to that, we're here, we're bro. Say, yeah, yeah, we are on the same wavelength there. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of Mr. Bigglesworth, and for some reason, I wanted some roast chicken. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> uh, but we're going <laughs> to get, get into it. Uh, yeah, soundtrack's very good. And again, like, the cinematography is just beautiful. And mm-hmm. I will go ahead and do, like, a deep dive into uh, the plot synopsis here. So right in the beginning, uh, we're thrown right into battle here. World War One, correct? Yep. I believe so. And we have a captain. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, he gets injured and shot. And man, when they take him back to, I just, I just didn't, I don't want to live back then. How about you? Uh, no, <laughs> it's just, no, it's just not good. You know, you get a little scratch, you're dead. You know, like, you know, we got to cut it off. You know what I mean? You get a bee sting. Oh, we got to take your arm off. You know, <laughs> We're sorry. We can't fix this. We can't stitch this up. We're going to cut this finger off, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love how the doctor was so polite. He's yeah. like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm about to operate. I got to go in now. <laughs> I got to go in and get those those nasty bullets. Oh, what a polite uh, doctor we got going there. Uh, but yeah, our, our captain gets shot, and they bring him in, and he, he got shot multiple times. And they're taking out as the as the, as the doctor's taking out the bullets, he noticed that the last one's kind of taking a while to get out, and he and he brings it out, and it's like he's like, "What kind of bullet is this? You know, this isn't German brand." Or yeah, I think he was saying something like, "There's something else in here," and he starts yeah, to yeah, find <laughs> it what it is, and he pulls out. It looks yeah, almost like a warhead, really. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he pulls out a giant silver bullet. That's right. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder where this is going. All right, so let's rewind here. 35 years earlier, we're going back in time. That's right. And we are introduced to the house of Seamus Laurent. That's his name, Seamus Laurent. And so basically, you know how it is back then, you know, rich people, you know, this is our our land. We don't like them gypsies. They stink. 
All right. We don't like them. <laughs> We're clean and rich. We don't want we don't want the gypsies around here. They look dirty. You know, they, they do a lot of dancing and stuff, and it's kind oh, of turning funny, me I on. Think, um, shame it's interfering with my religious beliefs. Right. So their magic and, and special, you know, all their potions and all that. We, we got to get rid of them. Seamus was like, yeah, you know, like, I don't think he really wanted it to go that route, but the, the, the Catholic priest next to him is kind of like, come on, you got, you got, we only have one way to deal with this. I can get some people from out of town. We can take care of this. Let's get the mercenaries in there. Right. <laughs> uh, but before the mercenaries show up, uh, we're introduced to the gypsy woman. And uh, was it her son or just one of the men from the, I don't remember. That was her uh, son. Uh, you mean the, the two main ones? At the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, it was her son, actually. Okay. Because yeah. she was really uh, torn apart when he got messed up. Yeah. Torn apart. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no so, pun intended. Uh, so uh, she gives him uh, these, they look like silver coins, right? Nevada silver coins. And he melts them down and creates this badass kind of mouth guard in a way. And uh, gives it back to, gives it back to Mammy. And Mammy's like, hey, you know, this, this is, this has been in our, our generations for forever. This is, this is our protection. This helps protect us and all that. Well, mercenaries, they don't give a fuck about that. And I actually really liked how this scene was filmed because usually when you get a, a scene in a movie where you get bad guys raiding a village or whatnot, you know, we have all these different camera angles and stuff like that. It was very interesting because it was a faraway camera shot showing the entire gypsy uh, colony mm -hmm. and all the mercenaries showed up and they're arguing back and forth and you could barely hear it because they're far away. And then that's it. Boom gunshot that guy's dead people are running this way and it's like all in one take and all in real time from mm -hmm. a far away view it was very interesting i don't think i've ever seen uh something like that before yeah it wasn't very coordinated because like you could see a couple of the women on the outside running around they hadn't quite killed him yet but then they came back and got him so yeah it was like chaos but it was right interesting perspective <clears throat> it was different I, I i did enjoy that uh, back to my bootleg notes here. So <laughs> they, they, you know, a majority of all of the gypsies are dead. And then we are left with uh, uh, Mammy Gypsy and uh, Son Gypsy. And man, now me and you have seen a lot of horror films. You probably have me beat on that too. But I have not seen, I mean, to me, to my knowledge, I don't know if Nubis, you're, you're the same. Is this the first time have we seen someone? Basically, <laughs> get killed scarecrow style. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this. Yeah, you know, uh, I want to say Night of the Scarecrow is the closest, but then that's not, that didn't happen exactly like this. This was far worse for that guy than what happened to the guy. Yeah, down, so. it was kind of fucked up. Like the, yeah. the, the mother and the son were basically, you know, yelling at the guy in charge. And he's like, no, we need to make them an example. Mm -hmm. Make him an example. Bury her. Because the guy's like, we can't sell these teeth, man. They're silver, man. He's like, no, no, we don't, we're not selling it. Bury it with her over there next to the scarecrow. And so they cut off this guy's hands and cut off his feet. And put a bag over his head and basically just hoist him up alive while he just bled out. Yeah. That was fucked up, man. I was like, holy shit. 
And then uh, it didn't go too well for, uh, oh, sorry, I skipped there. It didn't go too well for uh, Mammy Gypsy either. You know, they buried her alive. And while she was getting buried alive, she's holding on to the, the teeth and uh, and spouting some good old-fashioned curses, some thinner, you know, curses, right? <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she warned the guy, too. She's like, you guys are going to be haunted. No one's going to get a good rest. You know, the curse, you guys are cursed, you know, but, you know, we're rich, so we're going to do whatever we want. And uh, I think we have now, yeah, we're still, we're still maybe a few years after that, we're introduced to Seamus's children, Edward and Charlotte, and they have been having crazy nightmares of the Scarecrow and uh, separately. And the interesting thing about, uh, I first, I thought it was just them having the nightmares. And then what you find out later when you're introduced to Timmy is that the whole town, like everybody's having these nightmares of the scarecrow and, uh, and the Mammy Gypsy and all this stuff. Like it's, it's affecting everyone. Right. So kind of a dare. Timmy's like, you guys, you guys are punks, man. You know, I'm going to go get your teeth and show you guys, you guys are wusses. You know what I'm saying? So Timmy digs up the teeth, grabs the teeth. And as soon as he grabs them teeth, you know, you hear, you know, that kind of shit started going on. You know, Timmy gets in, uh, you know, kind of looks like he's possessed a little. Something's not right with Timmy. He puts the, the mouth guard in his mouth again, you know, slowly possessed by something. And Edward doesn't go too good for Edward, does it? No, he was uh he was a bit scared, and he kept trying to stop him from digging it up, and then trying to put it in, and that didn't work out well for him at all. <laughs> but yeah, he attacks Edward, and just uh, you know goes to some chomping, you know goes to chomping. They bring they bring Edward back, and it's just not looking good for for Edward. And one night, Charlotte, his sister, goes to check on him, and he looks like he's transforming. Now, the transformations in this are not your traditional, you got some fur balls coming out. Like, this is <laughs> almost like tree branch, wood forest-like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like they're almost transforming into the, the pieces of wood or something because it's just going all over, and I'm like... yeah. It's, not not your traditional werewolf stuff. No, there. it was different. Mm-hmm. You know, it was different. <clears throat> Charlotte goes to warn her, you know, parents. Parents run up there, and Edward is missing. That's right. So, of course, we got to get the search going. But, yeah, look at that shot, man, going back to what you said about the cinematography. Look at that, dude. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great, man. But, yeah, they, they go out hunting, hunting. <laughs> Let's kill Edward, damn it. <laughs> Edward was a pain in the ass. Let's shoot that little shit. No. They're going out out to uh, try to find him. And uh, they, of course, obviously don't find him. Uh, Next up, we have Timmy basically meets up with Charlotte in the church and kind of goes with the theory of, well, apparently, apparently when this happened to him, he had no recollection Right, what he did, he didn't know what the fuck, and he even asked, like, "What happened?" And she's like, "You don't remember what you did to my brother?" Yeah, you know. And he's like, "I have no idea." And he came up with this uh, theory. I don't know if it was 
was it double uh what's it called confirmed in this or was just just a theory that the silver coins were the 30 pieces of silver that judas was paid to portray jesus was that double confirmed that that's what it was or it's a theory it could be uh i don't think it was ever confirmed but that was definitely the theory they were kind of running with right 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 which was interesting you know what made me laugh was <laughs> when he you know after he's like you know, says his his, his 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 Judas theory, you know, and then he turns to the camera and he goes, you're all going to die down here. Right. I was <laughs> laugh. I was laughing the way he ran out of the chapel, man. Go, go. What is this running? What are you doing? I was laughing at that. I was like, what? So I was like, all right, well, that just took me out of the scene, out of the scene there. Uh, but uh, he gets outside and. Uh, let's see. I thought I had it here. Where is uh, hold on a second. I think it was shortly after where. Yeah, like right when he got outside, right? He thinks he sees Edward far away, and he's in the forest, and he's calling right. him, and Edward disappears. And then and somehow it's not here anymore. I thought I had it in here, which is weird. Well, anyway, uh, I do like the swiftness of the animals that's introduced first in this film. I like where werewolves are fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And man, he looks through the grass and then you just see something coming and then rah, this comes by. He looks down. It's all jibs, man. It's like all, I was like, yeah, yo, let's yeah, go. It's like broken off and it's hanging. And it, yeah, it was pretty good. That was a good yeah. moment. Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed that. And, um, um, What's some other werewolf films where they have where they had speed? Wolfen, although that's not typical werewolves, but yeah, it's still up there in the werewolf movies. Um, I'm trying to remember if uh, I think even the uh, did you like the I, I don't remember if we talked about it. Did you like the Wolfman remake with Benicio del Toro? Did you like that? Or Honestly, did I did actually. He I, did was, I remember that. him being fast. Yeah, he was. He was. Like lightning. In fact, he attacked a gypsy camp. <laughs> right? <laughs> went, well, because the original black and white wolf man, I, I did have that gypsy vibe to it. So Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, I like I like when the werewolves are fast. I, I do enjoy that. Um or when they're standing there slow, you know, boxing like in dog soldiers. That's good too. I, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of fast in that too, if you remember earlier, they uh Took out that dude's gun. Demon zombies, it's just more frightening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh yeah, so it doesn't go well for Timmy. He gets fucked up. Let's see here. Um, I think he crawled into like a little shed or some sort of box and then he got finished off from there. Yeah. So then we're introduced to our our bo- our boy here, John. What's his name? I had it here. Uh, give me one he's second. the one who's been hunting gypsies, right? Like he, because yeah, like, it's all revealed right. later why right. he's why he's so interested in this <clears throat> and everything. Uh, but yeah, our boy John here, he comes in, he he gets brought in because he's interested in what's going on. He's trying to figure out things, and he's doing his investigation. And then when you find out later is which what I which I thought was interesting was. John's an outsider. He has nothing to do with that town Mm -hmm. or that land. He's an outsider. But as soon as he arrived, 
he was having uh, nightmares. Right. The scarecrow. Yeah. And, and I see, think that was supposed to be his daughter and wife, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, wow, how interesting is that? Somebody from the outside coming in is like, that's a cursed town. <laughs> when somebody ain't even got nothing to do with, to do with it, it comes well, in there I, and I, he I has nightmares. Too, though, he, he was blaming the gypsies for his family's death. So maybe there was some sort of tie in there that we don't know about it because he never really dive that far into his background. So it's hard to say. Right, right, right. Well, I think it was mostly when he starts going into his past. Uh, he calls it the wolf plague. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he says the original wolf plague came from the town. I'm trying, I'm trying to pronounce the town's name. I'm horrible <laughs> with uh, pronunciations. Yeah, me both. Uh, all right, I'll come back to it. But we'll get back. We'll get back to it. I'm getting. I'm. I'm. I'm getting off my my bootleg notes here. Uh, now here we go. Edward fucks up Timmy. Thumbs up over here on my notes. All right. <laughs> We're back on, yeah. Back on track. All right. Uh, there we go. The lieutenant brings the pathologist. Pathologist. Can you say the word, please? Thank you. John McBride. That's his name. <laughs> to investigate the house. And investigate the case and what's going on in, in the missing of, of Edward. So John already knows something's up. So he's already uh, like telling them, hey, y'all need to start boarding up your houses. You're going to start boarding up your houses. He actually sees, he hears a noise and he looks through a crack and he sees one of the Bigglesworths uh, on the outside. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> That's known as the Bigglesworths. Bigglesworth, man. And uh, yeah, and then uh, Seamus is like, holy fuck, what's going on with all these Bigglesworths outside here? We're going to have to board up the house. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you heard Lady Fatfly, but she said that's the most genuine Scottish accent she's ever (laughs) heard. Hey, I am known for my legendary accurate accents, okay? You've heard my British. Sean Connery. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we have fun here. It's just too much fun. All right. So, yeah, we're going to board up the house now. And then we have a sequence where, um, let's see here. Yes, the next werewolf attack. Now, this is where I was kind of I was kind of on board with the film. I was like, all right, this is very interesting. This is different. I'm, I'm, I'm entertained. I'm enjoying. Let's see. Let's see where this goes. And then we get our first werewolf attack, or, or not first, but uh, a second encounter here. And it's with these three jobbers that are out and about being dumbasses. Like when they know there's a killer Bigglesworth running around or, 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 or a murderer, it could be a human being, you know. They're out there fiddling and diddling with some weeds and shit. So they go, <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> stop laughing at me. Anyway, it's fun. Uh, let's see here. So this was, I was just like, oh no, everything was going well until thank you. Everything was going well. And I am so for creature feature type movies where you don't see it. You don't really see it that much. It actually works, especially when you don't have the budget to convincingly make the CGI amazing. Right. You and I shadow. 
or don't show it, right? Or if you have to show it, you have the one iconic shot. Like this is the best we had. This is this is the best practical effect or best CGI shot. Boom, here it is. Bagool, and then let it go back to shadows because yeah, I think that was my issue. Is like about this point, you said we just we start seeing it. Yeah, and you know what made Jaws work so well is you didn't see the damn thing until nearly the end of the movie. So that's the thing. Like this, they had it going good. You you had all this mystery and everything else going with this thing. Yeah, atmosphere. All of a sudden, we're seeing it like left and right, and I'm like, okay, you ruined it. Yeah, like at first, you know, she she goes to check on her friend, and it's kind of eating it from the other side, and then, and you could see it peek out a little. Like mm-hmm. that kind of worked, right? When you're mostly hit, you know, hiding it, and then it's almost like the movie wasn't confident with its with its effects because you notice this only happens here, and at the in the finale in the church to where they put some weird Vaseline looking filter over the over the video mm-hmm. and it's blurry and there's a little shaky and i don't know if they it doesn't do that anywhere else in the film it's like i don't know if they were like if they saw it they were like oh we, we're seeing too much of bigglesworth this cgi is not working right uh, y- 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 y'all got some vaseline all right let's put some vaseline on the camera there <laughs> all right uh but yeah it's just it, uh, i kind of it was kind of taking me out of it some of it was okay some of the CGI shots was fine, but it worked so much better, you know. Uh, well, I think they, they got away with a lot of it just because it is a dark movie in terms of how you're looking at it. So there's a lot of dark scenes and night scenes. So that that part, yeah, yeah, night, yeah, it it, <clears throat> it it did work for sure. But yeah, that was kind of a downer. Uh, but our girl here, she gets bit, and and then she they bring her back. And just like Edward, she starts to transform, and then she escapes. And then she goes to the Lady of the Lake to uh, acquire the chainsaw out of the lake <laughs> or the sword. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She goes, <laughs> she goes in there, and then she, then she gets pulled under. And I'll let you take it from there. What happened next? Uh, actually, I don't remember that part, to be honest. Um because the next thing under, by like the vines or whatever, the wooden vines or whatever that's coming out of her. She well, I, I don't remember her. when he when what was it, John? Yeah, he caught her, and then he you know he trapped her and and, and killed whatever enclosure yeah. he was in, and then of course he started working on her on his table. That's the last thing I really remember. I remember her going in the lake. I just don't remember what happened pretty much after that. Yeah, he did the autopsy when she was fully formed. Right. The, the first, when she goes into the lake, she gets yanked under, and then the branch tentacle things pull her deeper into the lake, and then they kind of cocoon her. Yeah. And then later, you see her as a full Bigglesworth. Okay, so yeah, it's probably so, what happened with Edward, too. Like he wasn't yeah, in the water, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. St- uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, don't no, love, I, it. Don't again, love it, don't hate it. Right, I give them credit for thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that really works for them there. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, they probably just revealed it a little bit way too early. Right, right, right. Now back to the past here. So we have a, a discussion between uh, Seamus's wife and John, and he's kind of letting her know that before the wolf plague that he assumes is happening in their town 
happened earlier, the same exact type of case in the town of Givadon. And if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Givadon. And basically, uh, the the gypsies showed up after the aftermath. So it's just kind of like the, the wolf plague hit the town. His wife and daughter got killed in the midst of it. And so they had no choice but to bring in the army to come in and take out the, the or, you know, kill everyone, basically. And then after that, uh, John says the gypsies showed up and basically uh, what they said was the curse has had its revenge and must and now must be contained in gypsy silver. Uh, and then after that, the gypsies leave and then you never hear of them again. And you can assume what happens is basically what happens at the beginning of uh, the the movie. Yeah, I, will he... I like that uh, they they made a reference to the Beast of Gavadon, which was yeah. also the inspiration for uh, my one of my favorite movies, Brotherhood of the Wolf. That was sort mm. of that. So I'm glad that they did kind of make a reference to that as well. Good catch. Good yeah. call. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, if, if you, you said it, you said it the way I said it, so I feel good. Gavadon. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so in a way, that's why kind of why John has that confrontation a little bit later with Seamus, hmm. because he's just like, basically, not necessarily the wolf plague, but guys like you kind of is what got my wife and daughter killed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm trying to search for uh, the, the gypsy curse and the wolf curse, and I'm doing all this investigation, but in fact... I'm just actually here. That's what I thought I was doing, but I'm actually here just kind of just sweeping everything under the rug and cleaning it up, cleaning up your mess, basically. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot. I forgot an important scene. Hold on a second. <clears throat> this this is my favorite scene in the movie. So the girl from the lake comes back. And, uh, well, first John goes on the hunt. I kind of skipped forward a little bit. Uh, he goes on the hunt, takes out, uh, which is a nice little fun little scene, takes mm -hmm. out the, the, the Bigglesworth, brings it back to do autopsy on it. This is my favorite part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. This is fucking amazing, dude. Like practical effects, makeup. There was a little bit of CGI stuff, but not like distracting. But yeah. yeah Dude, it, when they when he does the autopsy on the Bigglesworth, this is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I like this, that a lot. This is great. Like, wow. Like, you're going to be blown away, guys, when you see this scene. And it's so weird because he cuts it open, and then you see, like, a, 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 almost a, a small figure in the belly. Yeah, you thought like, of, like, a fetus at first or something. Right. And then it slowly morphs and gets bigger and bigger, and she crawls out. It's so fucking mind blowing, dude. It's like, like so the reverse. Good. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it in Company of Wolves, where the the wolf actually comes out of the person. This is like reverse, where the person comes out of the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. See, this guy knows the stuff. Look at that. Another great callback there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, this is my favorite part of the movie. This was so good. Like, wow. Like and creepy as hell too. That was a good creepy scene. Yeah, yeah. And there was tension. Mm -hmm. You know, there was tension because the guy didn't want to kill his daughter. That was his daughter. Yeah. 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 He's like, that's not your daughter anymore, man. You gotta take the shot. You know. <laughs> <You> got... <laughs> uh, we got a little lag going, 
Are, are we are we okay? Lag? Where? Who's lagging? Oh, it looked like we were lagging. Oh, we're good now. Okay, cool. As long as we're good. But yeah, fantastic scene, man. That was so good. All right. Next up for the for the, for the notes here. Hold on a second. I have it written down here. All right. Um Wait, what made me laugh was made me la- what made me laugh was Nana said, Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> that was hilarious when the Nana and the butler just bounced. They just yeah. said, No, nah, we're out now. <laughs> I mean, after seeing this, the butler was like, No, nah, dude, we no, we're out. It's like, what have you gotten us into? We're the, f- <laughs> the hell out of here. Screw this shit. So I have this written down on my professional notes over here. This is what I have written here. Fuck the laundry. (laughs) What are you doing? The whole time that scene was going on, I'm going, those guys are out there. You can't see a damn thing where you're at. And why are you outside of that house? I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Look, look, we just going to stank. All right? Fuck it. We ain't showering. We ain't washing clothes. We going to wait it out to this wolf court. Wolf cursed leaves and these werewolves or these biggleworths are dead no yep. no i'm gonna go out we need clean sheets we need, <laughs> we need clean sheets well it doesn't go well for our maid here she gets bit and and runs away and i was just like fuck the laundry what are you doing <laughs> which it so should I, be noted too uh i know we didn't really mention it but now because the maid did the same thing but the young girl charlotte who's the sister of edward yeah, she was part of that group when Timmy and them all found the teeth and everything broke out. Well, they were all quiet. They didn't tell any of the adults what had happened. Uh, right, they made a promise. Yeah, right. So out. it's like you know, the adults are trying to figure all this shit out, but the kids are like, "We're not saying shit." Right. <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I missed that. I forgot to mention that. But it's perfect segue because uh, John goes to charlotte and talks to her and she talks about the promise they made and she lets him know where the teeth are and the teeth were located in the church so john gets the teeth makes him some bigglesworth bullets and we are we are off and running now we're going to talk about in detail the third act and the finale right off the bat what did you think of it the whole movie no, the third act. Oh, okay. I'm going to go in detail what happens. Oh, what okay. did you think? What was your overall thoughts of the third act and finale of the movie? What did you like it? Were you like, uh, <clears throat> I liked it uh, enough. Like I, I, I kind of expected it, I guess, in some ways. But there, I, I'll, I'll probably get into it more once you've gone into depth with it because there, there is some problems with me with it, just because I think it's a little confusing at the end. Uh, with okay. the silver bullets, like some of the stuff just doesn't make sense to me. But uh, yeah, well, I'll touch on that a little more. I mean, I liked it in terms of like what happened, uh, where it happened, and uh, like I said, I, I kind of expected the the thing with uh, Kelly Riley's character and what happened there with that. So yeah, you knew I'll that was gonna probably happen. So you were fine with it, right? We were right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I'm exactly like you. I was fine with it. Like it was. It's. It was entertaining enough. It wasn't bad, but some things kind of bothered me. Oh shit! What? 
What? Mr. Tony the other day. Tony. Tony. Just now seeing him. And what's up, brother? Uh, good to see you, man. Thanks for popping in for a bit. Um, <laughs> come, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> That's Bigglesworth. it, man. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll, man. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Let's, let's get into the third act. So we have the altercation between John and Seamus, right? And he's just like, you, you're, you're really the reason why guys like you, the uh, really reason why my wife and daughter are dead. And then of course he tells him to get out and all that. Now this is what should have happened. He's like, we'll find Edward ourselves. Get out, get out. Right. So this is what should have happened. He kicks him out of the house. Right. And then of course he doesn't really leave. He kind of goes somewhere. You see him walk away. And then when shit hits the fan, then he comes back for the rescue. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what should have happened. But what's what's really odd and kind of, I was just like, man, you know, everything's very well made and, and it's entertaining. But what kind of annoyed me was he saw all the blood and shit on the laundry he knows somebody got fucked up. He goes in the house and he says, where's the maid? Right? In the dark. <laughs> <laughs> right? Where's, where's the, the maid? Right? Right? I don't know that he can see blood right. on sheets in the dark. But he's, like, where's, he's like, where's the maid? Which we would do, right? If we were in his position. We were like, oh shit, what the fuck? Somebody got fucked up. Where's the maid? Right? Mm-hmm. And then they get in the argument, him and Seamus, and Seamus let, kicks him out. Which he doesn't, because you know what you call. John's like, I'm not leaving till the army gets here, and he goes on the porch. And, and Seamus' defense, I would have been like, motherfucker, I just kicked you out of my house. You better get. Out. <laughs> I see the way you eyeballing my wife too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was anyway, a kind of weird dynamic too. Speaking of speaking of eyeballing the wife, not necessarily. What was up with that scene earlier where she was she had the bloops out, and she was m- making a bath. And he walks, Seamus walks in on her and she turns and looks at him and gives him bedroom eyes and he's awkward and he walks out. What was the point of that scene? You know, that, I said the same thing. I was like, uh, one, you're an idiot for the dude <laughs> not to do anything there. And two, I'm like, well, maybe there's just like this strained relationship, which is supposed to set up that kind of like third dynamic with John. Like maybe, uh, you know, had you not had all this other craziness, maybe those two come together and she leaves the husband or something like that. But uh, yeah. I think that's what they were kind of doing. They were trying to show that between the wife they, and husband, there's like had a bad marriage, right? They didn't go into more detail though. It was just kind of like, no, no, and that's what? as you said, it's kind of a wasted scene because it does nothing, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just kind of like, what was the point of that? Well, anyway, um. <laughs> Or how am I? Because it's Kelly Rice side boob. <laughs> <laughs> That's my side boob. So anyway, <laughs> let's get back to it here. So he sits out on the porch, and I'm like, "No, John, no. You just saw blood all over the laundry. You're concerned that the maid is missing, that she could be transforming right now. What are you doing on the porch? This kind of took me out of the finale because it was just like." Well, what do you think happens next, Anubis? <laughs> what was her name? I forgot her name. It was Annis or something. I forgot what her name was. Oh, the maid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So mm-hmm. what happens next? She transforms. 
and it attacks Seamus. You know, Seamus hears noises, and he goes up there to look, and 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 he gets attacked. He gets fucked up, and he shoots the the maid. And I'm like, John, <laughs> it's like it just was, it didn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense for two reasons. Um, what we learned up to this point is there's really like two parts to these creatures. You have the the outer skeleton, which is basically your wolf. Right. And the person inside. And if I recall, one of the first ones they shot, they shot just a creature in the head and it died for some reason. Right. Uh, then the second one they caught was impaled on John's right. trap. And he mostly killed that outer skeleton. Right. Until they cut it open. But then, like, we know at the very end, Edward's going to be there. Right. But we never find out exactly what happened to Anis's werewolf, so to speak, because I think... Oh, he, he shot her in the face. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. I missed that part. It was, like, really quick. Yeah. It, That's well, why you yeah. see her laying there when, when John goes to investigate after the fact. Right. He's like, no, he should have been like... He's like, no, I'm not. He's like, I'm not leaving until the army shows up. How about you search the rest of the house for the goddamn maid, John? <laughs> Since you have the theory that she got bit. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to chill on the porch. That was well, just... I, like, I like how when they finally, like, you know, uh, the parents finally realize what's going on, they hear noises upstairs. <laughs> like, it all starts with, like, this ruckus that's going on upstairs, yeah. and they don't they have to go investigate it. Yeah, yeah. So he gets, so Seamus gets bit, and he goes, you know, well, I know what's going to happen to me, so fuck it. I'm uh, tell my wife and daughter I love them, and uh, here we go. Going out. Blaze of glory, <laughs> and he burns himself. Boom! So he's dead. He gone. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. I kind of wanted him to die a little worse, but whatever. I mean, at least he died, I guess. So that leaves John. Uh, the house is on fire at this point, so he's just trying to rescue the the wife and daughter. He leads them to the church, but we have a run in with Nana. Nana's N- Nana didn't make it. Uh, the wagon got fucked up, and uh, she didn't make it. Where uh, the Bigglesworths got got them, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, but here was another thing I had to add. I was like, let me ask Anubis about this. In the history of all that is the werewolf movie, has has the werewolf ever smelled or sensed a silver bullet? <laughs> okay, and because that comes to one of my big problems here with this movie. Okay. Let's go. Uh, obviously, we start with the movie where the silver teeth kind of starts the entire thing. Right. Um, now, we're accustomed to werewolf movies where silver is actually the kryptonite of the werewolf. It kills it or hurts right. it severely, no matter what it is, underworld, Halloween, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, towards the end of the film somehow we're supposed to believe, I know you haven't quite got to it yet, is that being shot with a silver bullet somehow will save the individual inside the exoskeleton of the creature. And they really never explain that at all. I kind of call bullshit, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if you want a happy, well, not really, it wasn't really a happy ending because you know what happens to him as an adult later. Right. Um, but uh yeah, it's just kinda like I don't know. But I mean, this is a world that's cre it's its own world with its own rules. Mm-hmm. 
So they technically can do whatever they want in their defense. Right. But for werewolf purists, uh, you know, film purists, something just felt off. And I was just like, wait a minute. Because I'm like, why isn't the werewolf attacking them right now? Right. And he's all and he's all like silver. He senses the silver. I'm like, when? (laughs) Since when? (laughs) Werewolf go. Do I have the silver? You know, it's like let's watch let's watch Silver Bullet and let's instead of the werewolf crashing in at the end, he's like peeking through the window. He's like, "Oh fuck that! They got silver in there." I'm like, "I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> Credits. The Credits. Way. He's like, "I'm not going that house. Fuck this shit." <laughs> the end. Credits. <laughs> but that's um, the other thing too at the end with the the main character because uh, once they remove the bullet again, usually in werewolf lore that means the curse is reinfected kind of like uh, if you took a steak out of a vampire they still can come back it's just it's really weird i don't know they didn't really explain how this was supposed to work with the silver it just yeah makes- like maybe if we had a little bit more explanation of the rules we right have that much easy a time with it because if you go back to this which is still the best scene of the film yep uh, it's like if it, if this, you know, the, the 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 human comes out, does the human again reform as a Bigglesworth? Yeah, and that's the other thing because um, I had read someone else's review of this at some point, and that scene you brought up with uh, the girl coming out of the the exoskeleton, like, yeah, of course they shot and killed her, but they whoever wrote the review was kind of like, well. John probably didn't realize that had he known that he could take a silver bullet and save her life, he would have done that. Like it's, it's really weird because they just, as you pointed out, there's no context of how this is supposed to work. Right. It's fine if you want to create this own world that you have and your own rules. But if you have no way that no context to it, it makes no sense. So we're going with uh, Wolverine X-Men origins logic where we shoot Wolverine in the head with an adamantium bullet. And that's how he loses his his memory. Right. We're doing whatever we want here. Uh, <laughs> as Lady Fabloid says, Cocoa Puff logic. That's her <laughs> saying for shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, they get back to uh, the church. Now, did you laugh when uh, the father there, what, you know, Timmy's dad? Did you laugh when as soon as they get in, right, a lot of shit's gone down, right? As soon as they get into church, uh, John walks up to Timmy's dad and gives him his son's toy. <laughs> I'm like, so you mean to tell me you had the toy on you the entire time? I <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are you doing? You got werewolves Timmy's here. Dad, Timmy. 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 It was, was just kind of like, the, maybe that should have happened sooner in the movie. Because he picks up that toy as soon as that's the first investigation, mm-hmm. way earlier in the movie. So you mean tell me he's uh, holding on to the toy the whole movie? <laughs> like what is going on? Like it was so weird. So anyway, and then, then, and then probably, like he could have just mailed that to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but then the toy end up killing, getting the dad killed. Yeah, because when when uh, when Edward uh, Bigglesworth shows up in the in the chapel because the mom lets him in. People start getting killed, you know, you know, left and right, and he drops the toy and he goes for the toy and he gets killed. 
Well, I think I think or something like that, right? I think the premise there with that was because not everybody died, but I think that the creature was targeting everybody who was involved with the gypsy slaughter. I think that's what it was. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh shit, we got OGP. He said he just stopped by to say hi. I think I'm gonna go back to theater and watch Doctor Strange again. Wow, he's gonna see it twice. All right, he must have liked it. I get out there tomorrow, but who knows when. Yeah, we're going to shoot for Saturday. We're going to shoot for Saturday. Uh, but yeah, again, you know, when we were talking about this attack uh, earlier, uh, they did the same thing again. And when the Edward comes in, Team Edward comes in, uh, they do the Vaseline filter over the camera. They do the shaky shakes. And again, I think they weren't confident in the CGI, and some of some of the CGI is passable, and some of it's not great, man. And it really kind of takes you out of this, you know, beautiful, uh, gothic, atmospheric film. And it's just like, damn, I just, I wish they didn't show the werewolf that much. You know what I mean? So, um, the mom is an idiot and doesn't want to get out of the way. She holds Edward's uh, face when he's still a Biggles, Bigglesworth. So John's like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, shoot you through the back with the silver bullet. <laughs> Whatever love answers he had there, he's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is the right call, I think, because wow. she's being stupid. You're going to get everybody killed. Yeah. Edward, you're going to get everybody killed. Mm-hmm. So he shoots through her, kills Edward. Uh, Mama does not make it. And then we have the infamous scene, which you were talking about earlier, where Edward the silver bullet saves Edward and he comes out of the the werewolf and he grabs Mammy and he goes boohoo Mammy's dead I don't I don't remember what happened kind of similar to Timmy not really remembering uh what he did so Edward has no recollection at all of everything he did and all people he killed and I just feel weird about it I feel weird that a silver bullet saves the human inside a werewolf carcass. Something so weird about first. that, man. That was uh, the first. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't hate it. I just feel weird. I did like the uh, <clears throat> the transformation from when the mother died and like she took her last breath and then Edward took his first. That was a nice little transition there with that. Yeah, that was. And then they, then you, you know, it's revealed that it's Edward, the captain from the beginning of the movie. That's why he still had the silver bullet in him when they took him out. When they took it out. But he didn't make it. He ended up dying there. And then we fast forward. Oh, I forgot. Uh, he's like, hey, I need a family. So uh, <laughs> my whole family's dead. So uh, I'm just going to uh, take the children. So John becomes the father of Edward and Charlotte, takes him under his wing. And the movie kind of ends with, uh, you know, back to real time. And, uh, of course, Edward's dead and Captain Edward. And then we have Charlotte visiting a old uh, John in bed. And you can assume he just passes away there. Was that scene needed? No. And it's, it's, again, we're even more kind of like left in limbo because, you know, the final shots of the, she, she, Charlotte went to her 
brother's grave, I guess, and got the other bullet that they took out and brought it back. So he had like the four silver bullets at the end. I'm like, that's why there's four there. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cause she handed him three when he first adopted him. Okay. Right. Uh, but I'm like, what is the purpose of this? Was, was John like waiting for her to go get that from Edward? <laughs> like what was the point? It just, it, it, it just, it was perfect. Her reminiscing was enough. Like when she got the news that her brother died in, in battle, and, and she had a, a photo of all three of them. Like that was yeah. enough. You kind of went straight to credits, right? Did now. you ever see a, a more miserable family between the three of them in the full? <laughs> they looked like no happiness whatsoever. Yeah, they just looked miserable. Didn't like everybody look like that bad? Everybody looked that way back then. For <laughs> like, like, damn, this is a magical contraption. They're taking your picture. No, they're stealing our souls. That's what they're doing. <laughs> They're stealing our souls. Uh, but yeah, that is that is cursed. Uh, I did enjoy it. I, I was entertained. I wanted to love it because the first half, dude, I was like, this is legit. Like all those, all the hype around it. Uh-huh. This is legit. Good. Like, all right, um, let's go. It's got everything I want. All right, this is interesting. This is different. Let's go. And uh, yeah, just bad CGI. I mean, we're not talking about American Werewolf in Paris bad guys. So. Well, we are, except for they look like Bigglesworth. That's <laughs> <laughs> Same style, but just Bigglesworth. That's all. Biggle, Biggles Wolves. I don't know. Biggles Wolves. Biggles Wolves. There you go. There, sure. that sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yesterday it was octaganked. With Octoman, Octoman bitch slapping people, and now today it's big Biggles Wolves. That's Biggles right. Wolves. We have fun here with words. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and rate this some bitch. Uh, the cursed Anubis. What do you give? Be honest. What do you uh, give? Yeah, B is average. C is average. Oh, what actually, I always do like a one through ten. Um, okay, you can do that. That's fine. Uh, basically, I'm kind of right there with the audience. Audience has like a five point something. I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Okay. It's got a unique premise. It does yeah. have good cinematography. The acting is not bad in it. No. Uh, no. But as we agreed, it starts to lose its way about midway through. And the reveal kind of like just it's lackluster. Like you kind of want not to see it for a while longer. Right. So. Right. And and again, that whole maid thing and, and John not investigating the obvious. Just... Right. Because he didn't, because he didn't do that, is what got everybody killed. Right, <laughs> what got Seamus killed and shit. You know, it was just kind of. If you like, think the maid is the thing, then you go search for it. Yeah, you go search. That's why I said it would have made sense if Seamus kicked him completely out and he left. Right, that would have made more sense. But you know, we're you know being nitpicky, but it just kind of bugged me a little bit because it's like John, come on, you were cool the whole movie. You're making dumb decisions. Oh, that, uh, is Brad, no, he, we can't call these true werewolves. No. <laughs> Yeah, would would you um, do you put this in the werewolf movie genre though? It's just different. Yeah, you kind of have to. I mean, because it's it's playing off the whole spinoff of it. It's the lore. Uh, You know, it's not going to be the greatest werewolf movie ever, of course. But yeah, it's sort of up in there. Okay, it's unique. All right. Oh, it's my turn. I'm all about to wrap it up. We forgot to read the movie. I'm going to give it a solid B, man. I'm going to give it a B. Uh, definitely uh, was entertaining, uh, beautifully haunting, had some cool kills. You know, well, these body parts getting fucked up. 
some great practical effects when they had them. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I'll I'll give it a solid B. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think uh, uh, those that watch this will probably be entertained. I think if they check it out, I think they'll like it. I think they'll like it. But yeah, it could it could have been like really up there for us, you know. But it's just I don't know. Too many. Uh, I think maybe it was too ambitious to be different. Yeah, I just uh, man, it, it really kind of sucks. Is like you said, just half of that movie, dude. You're like yeah. engaged. You like what you're seeing. You like yeah. the the feel of it, but then it just loses. Yeah. The it just ran out of gas. Yeah, uh, Brad says it's no, it's no howling too. You yeah. know what's funny? Well, simple damning would have made this like. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I'd rather watch Howling Two than this. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. at least I'll be more entertained. I'll yeah. be more entertained. At least entertainment. Chris Lee. <laughs> you might not like that movie, but come on. Oh, you just now watched the trailer? All right. Well, we just spoiled the whole movie, so I don't know if you still yeah, want to watch it. Don't watch this if you watch check out the movie. Uh, but yeah, I, I give it a solid B. I'm, I'm comfortable. I think that's with my rating. I think that's good enough. All right, guys. Thanks again for hanging out with us and watching us knuckleheads talk about what we love, which is the horror movie genre. Uh, check out the cursed yourself. Seriously. If you, you know, if you're still curious, you know, still check it out. Definitely check it out. Uh, don't forget uh, Sunday at 12 PM, me and filmmaker Matt Merritt, we're going to be reviewing, this is actually non-spoilers, a non-spoiler review of Spirit Walker. And if you see the trailer for this, this looks fucking badass, man. So is hopefully that, de- hopefully to, delivers. Is that going to uh, movie theaters or is that like a... a- it's on the Haya app right now. Haya. And the uh, Haya app is, is like $2.99, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. like so cheap. Uh, but yeah, it's streaming there, guys. If you want to watch Spirit Walker, but it just all you gotta do is watch the trailer. You will know if you want to watch it or not. But it looks badass. And don't forget Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, me and good old Rick finally teaming up after a while. We're gonna talk about a lot of these film projects. Some of these I have not seen, <laughs> but uh, you know it's gonna be comedy hearing what Rick has to say uh, a lot about some of those. So. And it'll be cool to catch up because we haven't seen Rick in, uh, on the channel here in a while. So that is it. Don't forget, get your Metal Tavern stickers. That's right. I will uh, put Anubis's Facebook page in the description box below this video so you can go check it out. Support horror and metal. And remember, fuck laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the laundry alone. That's how we do it. Thanks again for watching, guys. Peace out. See you guys uh, Sunday. Peace out.